Hello, everyone. Speaking to you from the office in which things surround us and are beeping, flashing, talking, all the talking and beeping and flashing. They're everywhere. Oh, wait. Oh, hey, hold on. I'm not alone this time. I'm not by myself. I actually have someone with me. Hey, Ricky, how you doing? Hey, no, you are not all by yourself, and I will uh, not, not sing, sing that. that. Okay. No, no karaoke. Uh, good to know. That's uh, good to know. We already have on this particular website a demonstration of the accessible karaoke machine jj has so kindly have mentioned that on several occasions that's true and uh, acb is doing a lot of community calls and uh, among those community calls is a karaoke night i don't know how that works with zoom delay and all but uh, the brave among you might want to go check that out wow i didn't know that that's like uh every, every time it's a mass singer i guess it would be <laughs> Very interesting. Uh, we've got some interesting stuff coming up on this particular program. We've got a giant demo of an Xbox game called The Veil. It's not just for Xbox, it's coming out for PC as well. So we have uh, something to listen to, so get your headphones out if you didn't already. And speaking of headphones, Ricky and I are going to talk about some in a moment. And there's going to be something in between this and that. I'm just not sure what it is at the time that we are recording. So uh, we'll have to see what that will be. I, I have an idea of one of the things that it will be. It'll be a surprise even to you. <laughs> so many things on our podcast are. But getting back to what we were saying a moment ago about headphones, Ricky and I had a chance to play with some new headphones and we're going to tell you the good about them and then we'll tell you the surprise at the end of the story about these particular things that allow you to, well, you know, have you ever thought about what other people hear or does everybody experience the color green in the same way? These earbuds are from Nura and you might've heard of the Nura phones. There are $399 headphones that have a combination of earbuds and headphones. And so you stick these things in your ear and then you put on the headphones around the ears and then it uses haptics to kind of give you the idea that you were feeling the sound. The company out of Australia, Neura, has come up with some other things along those lines. They've taken the Neurophones, shrank them down, made them earbuds, and released them eh, about $200 cheaper, which is nice. And we had a chance to play with those. Now, they also make some hearing aids, so that's pretty interesting on where they're trying to go. But these are aimed at more of a music file thing. And they say that, you know, you can hear color in, in the music and the sound. That part was true. Ricky, you, you put them on and you enjoyed them the first time that you listened to them. They really did have sound like no other earbuds. Yeah, for sure. And I think the thing I found most interesting is that not only did they sound really good, but the idea behind these is that each person does hear differently. And so the Neura attempts to figure out how you hear best and then configure your experience based on that. And so while at the outset it might seem kind of like a marketing gimmick, oh, sure, you can hear color and sound and whatever. What are you smoking? But it was actually, there, there was a definite difference between Joe's and my profile. So why don't we talk about then, I guess, how you go about setting these things up initially. Sure. It's a real small box. It's almost like a, a gift box. 
the presentation was stellar. It's beautiful. Uh, all the foam that was surrounding it, and it was a uh, black inside box and the unit themselves is black. You remove them from their uh, foam area. And then below that are some tips. So you can change the tips on these and some other things we'll get to in a minute. There's a cable there also for 3.5. So you can connect these to a 3.5 jack and not be Bluetooth. These are Bluetooth five. The units themselves, this isn't true wireless. There's a cable that connects the left to the right bud. Some people might not be thrilled about that. <laughs> <laughs> you have your Bose sound sport, so you were kind of used to these. And the cable goes behind your neck. Uh, there's a little dot in the middle of the cable, a little puck, and it rests on the back of your neck. Uh, you really don't notice it after a while. The, um, the way that these things kind of loop around, and by the way, they're called neural loops. The way these things loop around your ear is very comfortable. The unit themselves there are very stiff. They, they do not wish to move. Once when you do get them in there, they're going to stay. Yeah. There's no question that you have something in your ear. It's not like, wow, I forgot I had these on. No. And this could be both a good and a bad thing. It's a good thing in that, you know, they're not going to fall out. It can be a bad thing, though, because there is a little fatigue with that. They're so firmly lodged in your ears that there's actually a good deal of pressure there. And so we couldn't really wear them longer than an hour or two. Yeah, and the passive noise dampening is huge. Just putting them in your ear and finding a secure fit, you get a lot of passive noise cancellation just out of the box without having to use some of the onboard uh, notifications that you can do that with. They have little dials. So if you feel them, they just feel like a ring on the outside. They're very, uh, they're very much a touch sensitive surface on the outside. And you can run your finger in a circle or you can tap in order to do certain commands. And those are customizable. Now, what Ricky was talking about a moment ago, this is where it gets interesting. Out of the box, I was able to connect these to an iPhone and then lost voiceover and speech in general because all the sound processing at that point are done on the Neuras themselves. And uh, the initial setup before the firmware update that came out at the beginning of September uh, it just cut everything out. So we yeah, actually we used an IRA <laughs> yeah. uh, call to get uh, Joe was wearing the earbuds and I was holding the phone with another phone above it so that we could see uh, what was on the phone and be able to touch the next button, etc. Because it was again, voiceover was gone. And so there was no way to navigate the app without either uh crashing everything or simply not touching the right thing. Yeah. And it did get better. Once when you had done an initial setup, it was a little better at working with voiceover or talkback. In fact, talkback, it, it worked really well. Um, so we were able to connect that with talkback without the same issues that we ran into with voiceover. Now you go through this setup has is changed twice since uh, the firmware update came out. So it could be completely different by the time anyone that's listening decides to get a pair. The way that you go through this is, is you go through a couple of agreements. What you can't set up this ahead of time. You can't go to the web and create an account. You can, however, uh, download the app and create the account. And you're best to type in 
your words and hit the next button because uh, there was a lot of explore by touch to create an account here. It wasn't very easy with voiceover. Uh, once when we you know did get that, I already had an account, so we were able to go ahead and connect that because it will go to the web because that's where it stores your information on your hearing profile. So it asks you, you know, are you over eighteen? Uh, your gender. And just a couple of demographic things, nothing too horrendous or privacy concerning. Yeah, it actually does ask you how old you are. And I don't know if that Medical. plays into how it tries to configure your profile. You know, theoretically, it's meant to listen and do some things to see how well you pick up higher pitches or lower pitches. But some of that does degrade as you age. So I don't know if saying how old you are plays into what it does as it creates your profile. And there are some legal ramifications depending on what country that you have these in because of auditory laws. Uh, Nintendo runs into this a lot, actually. That's part of their licensing agreement. Now you go through that process, you click on a, a couple of buttons, which are telling you about what you're about to do and what, you know, what's awesome about these Neura loops. And then you click on the begin the process and you'll go through a hearing test. It'll actually send signals to stimulate the hairs in your ears and detect what you can and cannot hear. And if that goes successfully, it'll then take you into a deeper set of hearing. And you can't really capture this because it actually happens on the buds themselves. But it's a series of beeps and bloops that go back and forth uh, from ear to ear or uh, they do a certain type of pattern uh, low and high, and then it goes on depending uh, whether you've done it before or not for a minute to three minutes. And, and it sounds really bizarre. It is really weird. And uh, you do it enough times, you get a nice big headache out of it. And then it stops after it goes through all these weird beeping noises and computer sounds, it stops. And then it's actually listening to how to do the noise cancellation. So there's silence for a little bit. And then once when it's calculated all that, it'll come back and tell you that things are ready to go and uh, it'll start to play some music for you to listen to. And this is a very neutral sound. It's very clean. At that point, you can turn voiceover back on uh, because it's no longer actually keeping all the processing on the device that you're listening to. It's actually happening on the phone. So you listen to this music. It goes back and forth. It kind of does this looping left to right circular sound. And then it asks you to get used to that, listen to that, and then when you're ready, click the personalize button. And that's when the fun begins. Yep. So you click the personalize button and it lets the beat drop and things get really clear and you have a, a personalized hearing profile made that listened to what you could hear and changes the highs, the lows, uh, your sound stage, even how wide something was. One of the, one of the things that was really funny was Ricky and I would listen to each other's profiles and Ricky r remarked about how much more she thought her sound stage was wider than my sound stage. It definitely was. Uh, I think it was interesting to hear the basic music. So it's playing without, adding any color, so to speak. And then uh, you get your own profile and it plays at what you hear best. When I would listen to Joe's profile, his sounded way more squished than mine was. So it was like a much narrower soundstage. And also 
though it helped clear something up for me, which was uh, he has the British Siri voice, which I've always found really sibilant and sort of cuts through my head like a knife. Uh, I don't appreciate the sound of it just because it sounds really sharp to my ear somehow. And for some random reason that had nothing to do with testing the neuras, he handed them to me and his profile was still there and I was doing something with voiceover and realized, you know, I don't hate that voice so much right now. So in hearing it with his profile, a lot of the things that I hated about that voice, just in hearing it every day coming out of various speakers, that was completely not there, which kind of explains he never hears the stuff that I hate about this. Yeah, it really is so weird to go through this process and listen to what the algorithm says the other person hears best with. And uh, it was just really, really wild. And certain music sounded better than others to me with these. So you had a lot of things with, oh, I'm, you know, I was using Streets of Rage 4. It's a great soundtrack and is very techno and has a lot of uh, digital music production and goes back and forth. And then I would flip over to something like Silver Sun Pickups uh, with their various re records were recorded you know, very analog. And then they got more digital and high production as they went along. And then I would turn around and listen to Star Trek Picard, which was a, a great soundtrack, which, you know, wild fanfare, very wide. Jeff Russo's work is great. And I found that I, I would play around with these. You don't have an equalizer. You have a base ship that would add or lower base. And that was fun, but you could also go in and turn off the noise cancellation, which would change the sound profile as well. And I don't know, these also could be used. I know some people have their AirPods for their ambient noise surrounding and that, that helps them in some ways. I would find this very difficult to use for that. I did try walking around the house and uh, I would go stand by the washing machine and you know, let that fill up and make noise and see if I could hear it with the noise cancellation on and off. And for the most part, it worked out really, really well. It, it's great. But again, dangerous, you know, when you have. Yeah. When it, so, when it blocks things out, oh, it man. really blocks things out. And when you do have the, I believe they call it social mode or yes. something like that, when you have that on. So this is the, the ambient mode, being able to hear your environment it doesn't work in the same way that AirPods would where there's spatial audio there. So it's all just coming in. The, the same feed is coming into both ears, so you don't really have kind of a stereo effect there. It's just meant so that you can hear uh, your environment you, right? better. Yeah. And when the noise cancellation is in, I've had people sitting right beside me and I could barely acknowledge that they were even saying anything, let alone figure out what exactly they were saying. So that was interesting. A couple of quick things about the app. Not a friendly app. No. Not a pleasant app. Mm -mm. Not a fun app. Um, very, very much you can't really tell the status of these controls. So turning on and off social mode, for example, doing that from the app or turning on and off immersion, that being is your sound profile on or off. 
those things were not reporting their state, which is where having the ability to configure uh, what tapping your left ear and tapping your right ear would do, because you could turn some of those things on and off directly from the unit rather than needing to use the app. Yeah, you could go into settings and change what the double tap or triple taps were, but you couldn't turn immersion, the 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 regular mode of just listening to something without all uh, the algorithmic magic happening. You couldn't turn that on and off from the app. It saw it as one big button and you had to tap left or tap right visually in order to turn it on and off. You could go in and and reset that, but then you're losing the ability to use some things uh, like volume control. You know, do I want to give up pause and record or pick up, um, not pause and record, but pause or pick up a, a phone call or make a phone call. You know, there's only so many controls that you have that you can remap. So you could do it, but you know, for those who are visual, they can just go into the app and turn it on and off and that would work out nicely. You do lose all of this, by the way, when you go to analog mode. So if you put this into yes. analog mode in the three, five Jack, uh, you're not using any of these things. And also, you have a wire that's now coming out of the back of your neck. <laughs> that's true. So you yeah. have the typical wire between each earbud, and then there's a an additional dangling wire <laughs> coming out of your neck to go into the 3.5. We did, by the way, make a phone call with this, and uh, the sound quality from the microphone was pretty good. Nothing like super amazing, but definitely not a bad thing and of course hearing people it was very easy to hear the person on the other end of the phone call so that worked out fine yeah we would go to the opposite sides of the house or ricky would go out on the deck and you know i liked them for movie playback they synced really well they kept things in on the iphone android was pretty much the same way so playing with the android app there were some uh, one or two things that would report a little better, but for the most part, it acted the exact same way as the iOS app. And that was kind of disappointing. The codecs, of course, are a little different when you get to Android. It sounded a little different. Ricky says, I'm nuts for thinking that. You didn't hear too many different things from Android to, to iOS. Not really. I think we would have to do a blind taste test of sorts where uh, somebody's playing something from a phone and you'd have to guess which one it is. Oh, that's great. It's got to be Android. It sounds amazing. No, I'm sorry. That was the iPhone SE. Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> so the there is a uh, limiter on it so you can keep yourself from going too crazy with raising the volume on these things. They do get really loud and as you get to like 67%. It's hard to hear things around you. And so we came up with the term designated listener. So uh, one of us would be testing and the other one would not be testing. So we could hear anything that was going on, like Amazon packages being dropped at the front door or, oh, Instacart started shopping or something like that. Because when you were deep in immersion, you were deep in immersion. And that part was great. And it, again, I just, there was nothing like hearing a different sound from somebody else's profile or pulling out bigger ear tips. So if you pulled out the bigger ear tips, in fact, that's what they recommend is doing the bigger ear tips in the beginning and trying it there where you have a really good seal. Cause it does try to detect. It sends a little unauditory hearing 
pulse to see if it's got a good seal or not before it'll begin the test. Uh, in the beginning before the firmware, you couldn't override that. If it said you didn't have a good seal, well, then you were done. But then it was, uh, after September, it was like, oh no, you want to keep going? All right, well, cool. We'll go through it anyway. And you know, your results might not be as good as if you had had a good seal. So and, these are pretty cool. Yeah. So, and then a thing happened. <laughs> yeah. So they're not here anymore. No, they're, no. they're not. They so went, they went back to Australia. Yeah. Guess, they, right? they went back to the mothership. Uh, their planet needed them. And the reason for that is kind of complex, but you know, to try and make a, a long story somewhat shorter firmware happened and we tried redoing profiles and things and what kept happening was that we would get through doing a profile but never could really get a good seal the unit was unable to detect a good seal on one side and so we tried playing around with different tips and all sorts of things but just this one earbud was really mad at us for some reason and so we're just like oh well continue let's make the profiles and we had an experimental profile so that we could keep our original ones that we had done before the firmware and then keep trying with this experimental one to try and get something new so even when we had a profile created the ability to use the taps on the earbud for play pause or whatever you had it set to do going in and out of immersion, it stopped working on the right earbud. It just wouldn't do anything. And for some reason, if you went through making a profile again, it would work briefly. Or if you switched to another profile, it would work. But in general, the right earbud was very, very problematic. Yeah, you had to pull it out of your ear, reseed it, then it would send a signal to know that it was back in your ear, and then, oh, I, I should make those controls work, which was really weird. In the beginning, when they released these in May of this year, there was no way to power them on and power them off manually. They would go into deep sleep, and you couldn't wake them up. And you were forced to just blue tooth disconnect them and then go through the pairing process again. At least you didn't have to go through the profile process, but at least the, you know, connecting Bluetooth all over again. And that was a hassle. The firmware that was released at the beginning of September allowed you to manually turn them on and turn them off by holding your fingers on each touchpad for three seconds. That was very cool, but it brought along like most firmware does a whole new slew of problems and in the process of going through and testing these and trying to make them work or trying to work it around, um, we contacted Nura and, you know, this is an Australian company. It's a small company. Their tech support is mostly email or live chat. So you're not going to talk to somebody directly. You can look at their forums and you can look at their documentation for the most part. It's fairly friendly. But even though they claim that Andre Bruccelli and Stevie Wonder have used these devices, they themselves are not very blind aware or blind friendly. And in the process of going through and troubleshooting with them, it was very uncomfortable. The language that was used wasn't really friendly. Uh, yeah, it's kind of, don't you have somebody there who can take a picture for you? Because we took a couple of rounds of pictures that didn't show 
what they wanted to show. Basically, the the picture was meant to look at uh, whether there was a problem with this small bit that fits over the the unit itself and is replaceable with <laughs> probably a lot of swearing and something that I'd never want to do because it's super tiny and it involves it involves cleaning. glue yep. and cleaning off adhesive and things. Yep. That's not to say that it can't be done. That's to say I have no desire to do it and it really doesn't have a lot to do with lack of vision. It's just simply very tedious process that I don't feel particularly inclined to do. Yeah. Anyway. It's this little piece of mesh that was smaller than a contact lens. And it, yes. it was very difficult. It was easy to get off. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 happened, that happened by accident. But yeah, you know, they were like, oh, we, we can send you a replacement, but you have to show us a picture so that we can tell you if this is what's wrong. Oh, we can't really see that well enough. Oh, well, now I can't see if this is the left or right ear, bud. Does it really matter? It's the problematic one. You know, anyway. Um, it, it, it was not a great experience. And when compared to uh, recently, I had to send back the Bose frames because the left speaker went out. And with Bose, it was great. Very friendly. There's a dedicated phone line for Bose frame support. You know, I've got a replacement pair on the way. It was all in warranty. It was all great. This this is experimental. This is a company who probably wants to get bought by a Google or an Apple or somebody because they're going after patents. And the stuff works. It really does work for, for what it is. But there are just so many little bits about it that I can't recommend. I mean, by the time you add them all up, it, it was like, ah, oh, I mean, if it when it works, it works. But who's not going to get earwax in these things? Who's not going to have to make a cleaning moment with these things and have to change this little mesh, which is smaller, smaller, smaller than your fingernail. It is so, so tiny. And what I think actually happened was the adhesive, which made the mesh stick onto the earbud, and then you fit the, the tip over that and then place it in your ear. What I think happened was that just in switching ear tips, because we have different sized ears and didn't always want to wear the same ear tip, you know, for what sounded good, etc. I think just switching those out, say, six or seven times made that mesh start to remove itself from the unit. So being an early adopter for this kind of technology is perhaps not the best thing, but if you understand what you're getting into and still find this fascinating it is truly an interesting experience to listen to your own colored sound and i think over time whether they get bought or whether they continue as they are a lot of these things a lot of these kinks will get worked out and they will perhaps create a next generation product or make the current one a little more durable you had both Kyle, our teenager, and Ira look at the pictures of the profiles. I did. And so what what this does, and they actually have a way that you can share it via social media as well. Hey, look at my sound profile. And what it is, it's a graph that is unique to you once it's created. Now, there's nothing on the graph that's labeled. So you couldn't say, 
oh, hey, I hear highs really well, or I hear lows really well, or whatever it is. It's more of a picture that is a circle that kind of has gradients. And then you have to go look at the website to see what does it mean if this is shaded out this far, or if uh, there's sort of a bit missing over here. What does that mean? But we did have unique pictures that I've saved, and uh, you can get your visual interpreter service of choice, uh, whether that be a family member or Be My Eyes or Ira or whatever, to look at that if you create one of these and then go look at the website to see what this means. But it, again, is not as clear as I'd like in terms of what does that mean. Right. How does they it actually, quantify? They, they have different colors, and I thought, oh, well, the colors mean things. No, the colors don't mean things. The colors are only, this is kind of an icon so that you can immediately recognize your profile. And if they made you purple, it doesn't mean that you hear, you know, more things on the purple spectrum. It just means, <laughs> hey, we we uh, gave you this random thing so that you could, as you're looking at the app, see your purple icon and go, that's me. Yeah. So if you have like $200 that you want to spend or look for them to go on sale or keep an ear out for these, they do what they say on the box, straight up. That, that is no lie. They give you amazing sound. I've never heard a pair of earbuds or headphones like them. It's totally amazing what they do. It's just everything else around it. I, I'm not a big fan of or, or can eagerly support. And we did try to reach out to them, give them some ideas about accessibility and, and to make the app experience better. But this is launching a new product. So also, it doesn't support dark mode, so you're going to have to turn off dark mode and then invert your colors from non-dark mode because it does one of those things like shipped where if you're in dark mode and you try to invert, nope, that's nothing's happening. So definitely something to be aware of. They have a presence on Twitter. Uh, their website is neurophones.com. I've got a couple of reviews uh, that were done by people outside of uh, our community that had some interesting takes on these devices. And also they make hearing aids. So that that's kind of interesting as well that they're taking this technology and uh, the battery life in the hearing aids are actually bigger than they are on the Neuraloops. So they're really fun. They're really cool. Maybe next generation. Um, and, you know, we'll have to talk about next generation Bose frames because those happened. Um, That's true. They did. Yeah. So they're we don't have them. New. But they happened. $250. So they're $50 more than the original Bose that we talked about at the end of May. But they are different styles. So if you yeah. didn't want a Rondo or an Alto, there's now a Soprano, a, a tenor, and a, tenor. And yeah. a tempo. And oh, a tempo. Tempo is uh, the. the sporty version, which has better battery life can actually different drivers. So they're a little louder, but there are the idea is that you're a cyclist or you're a runner or something. And so you have more ambient noise around you. And so they have to be louder and there's more bleed on the tempo than there is the, um, soprano, which is more cat eye, probably more feminine looking. And then the, what I say, uh, tenor and, um, uh, Yes, tenor. <laughs> the other thing, yeah. Yeah, the other one. So the other one is more male and and not as blocky. They were a little bit more stylish. But you're paying 
uh, $50 more and you're getting a bit more battery life. And what you also lose is the augmented reality portion, which was in the original frames. But since most of those websites are disappearing or apps are disappearing, you're not going to miss much unless you just want to have the original frames, which are still available at $199. Another thing we hadn't talked about on the show that happened a while back is, uh, well, you know, Samuel Jackson is on the Echo, isn't he? He is, yes. You so can ask him stuff. You can. I think I think what we'll do next is uh, we'll do a little audio trickery, and then I will go and ask Sam Jackson some questions, and we'll hear what that sounds like. All here on Blind Bargains. Okay, we got Google here and we've got Amazon here. And I say Amazon because I'm going to demonstrate the new voice. We've talked about it a couple of times on the show. Might as well demonstrate it, right? Okay, cool. Uh, hey, let's talk to Google. Hey, Google, what's the weather like today? Today in Charlotte, it'll be mostly sunny with a forecasted high of 80 and a low of 59. Right now, it's 68 degrees and sunny. Okay, so that's cool. Uh, let's try that another voice assistant. Hey, Samuel, what's the weather like today? Get the f outside. Currently in Charlotte, it's 71 degrees Fahrenheit with clear skies and sun. Today, you can expect intermittent clouds with a high of 81 degrees and a low of 62 degrees. What's the pollen count today? Today, there will be moderate levels of ragweed pollen. Levels of tree and grass pollen will be low. What happens is that you can do an initial one now. So you can set that as your wake word and then you can't get a follow-up question. It's going to go right back to the traditional echo voice. And this is also disappointing. We have a skill called a box of cats. Watch me try and get that to work. Hey, Samuel. Hey, Samuel. Try this one more time. Hey, Samuel. <laughs> Always during a demo. I don't know that. Box of cats. <coughs> Meow. <coughs> Purr. Cancel. So much fun for like 99 cents. I don't know. It was, it was ridiculous. It was cheap. And it's something that we will occasionally do is just get Alexa to purr. Not you. Not Dippers now. are members of the genus Synclus in the bird family Synclidae, named for their bobbing or dipping movements. They are unique among even know what you heard. for their ability to dive and swim underwater. By the way, I have a routine you might like. I can wish you a good morning and more. Do you want to try it? Please don't. No problem. Cancel. Hey, Samuel. Box of cats. Sam can't do skills, but I can help.
Cancel. So there are some limitations. As you heard earlier, and Patrick was quick to bleep that one particular word out, you can have Samuel be um, his natural self and provide all the cursing you could possibly want. Or you can set it to having a more family-friendly version of Mr. Jackson. And of course, some of the greatest phrases work as well. Hey, Samuel, what about snakes on a plane? Snakes on a Plane is a 2006 action movie starring Samuel L. Jackson, Juliana Margulies, and Nathan Phillips. An FBI agent takes on a plane full of deadly venomous snakes, deliberately released to kill a witness being flown from Honolulu to Los Angeles to testify against a mob boss. Its runtime is 1 hour, 45 minutes. It has an IMDb rating of 5.4 out of 10 and is rated R. Hey, Samuel. Snakes on a plane? Not even I can act my way around the fact that I just don't have an answer for you. So, certain things will work. I've tried Long Kiss Goodnight. I've gone through a lot of his movies, and you'll get certain things if you ask for certain questions. Hey, Samuel. Who is Nick? Sorry, I don't know that one. Hey, Samuel. Arthur Michael Samuel, first Baron <laughs> I forgot, Manifold, I gotta cancel. was a British conservative politician. Hey, hey Alexa, cancel. Hey Samuel, who is Nick Fury? Nick Fury is a fictional character appearing in American comic books published by Marvel Comics. His real name is Colonel Nicholas Joseph Fury. Okay, so there is uh, a little bit of Samuel Jackson there. Um, the other thing that I've learned from just playing around more with Amazon versus Google is that some of the skills work so much better. You heard me do the pollen count earlier. Hey, Samuel, what's the air quality today? Right now in Charlotte, North Carolina, the air quality is moderate with an air quality index of 51. If you're unusually sensitive to air quality, you might want to reduce prolonged or heavy exertion outside. Cancel. Hey, Google, what's the air quality for today? All right, you might like talking to AirCheck. Does that sound good? Yes, I never do, but check this out. Sorry, I didn't get that. Would you like to connect to AirCheck? Yes. Got it. Getting AirCheck. Hi, ask me about the air quality. How's the air quality? Sorry, I didn't get that. You can ask, what's the air quality in San Francisco? What's the air quality in Charlotte? The air quality index for Charlotte, North Carolina is 51, which is considered moderate. I love how it just drops you out. Well, that's all you would want to know. You asked the one question. It's all good. The... Information sometimes is not as good as what you'll get in Weatherbug or other places as well. So take that as just kind of a guess rather than actual fact. I've looked and compared and some of the other apps that you can find on your phone are sometimes way more accurate. Okay, so uh, there are phrases available. If you do is look up what you can ask Samuel, you can get some of the Easter eggs that are programmed in there. I have a link in the show notes to that. And uh, have a lot of fun with that if you're into that. But remember, if you don't want um, 
a bunch of F-words and F-bombs dropping all around the house, you definitely want to go with the censored version. Uh, you can always change that, by the way, in the Amazon app. This is the Blind Bargains Cast. All right, I'm here in front of my Xbox and I'm going to play the Veil demo. And this is a game from Falling Squirrel. Think of it like a blind legend, but on a controller. This is gonna be available for, I believe, Steam, which a demo is out for that right now, which is a PC platform. So if you wanted to play this game on a computer, you could. I'm gonna play it here on my Xbox. And uh, the other formats are going to probably be in mobile and the like. So this is gonna be really exciting. I've played it before, so I have an idea of what this is going to be like, hence the reason why I compared it to a blind legend. So we'll, uh, Street Fighter, Soul Calibur trade, Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection, old, uh, The Veil, demo. Demo here from Xbox. By the way, that was the narrator speaking on my Xbox right there. And we'll just go through a little, a uh, little bit of a tour here of uh, some of the control and some of the initial gameplay to give you an idea of what this is going to be like and what the experience is on the Xbox controller. Some really good production value here. Falling Squirrel presents The Veil. Press the menu button to begin. If you've never used an Xbox controller, the menu button is the one right above the right thumbsticks. There are two thumbsticks on a Xbox controller, like most modern controllers. And I'm going to press the menu right now. Main menu. Push down on the left stick to cycle through the main menu options. And we'll do that. Start game demo. Press the right trigger to select an option. Use the left stick to cycle through options. Review controller layout. Press the right trigger to select an option. Use the left stick to cycle through options. And that's the end of that. We'll go ahead and go over those real quick. Controller layout. Push down on the left stick to cycle through input descriptions. Movement. We're not engaged in melee combat. The left stick controls your movement. Press side to side on the left stick to turn on the spot. Press up and down to move forward or backward. Press only part way on the stick to move quietly. Standard melee attack. When engaged in melee combat, the right stick will control your weapon. Press the right stick in the direction of your target to swing. Blocking. When engaged in melee combat, Left stick will control your shield. Hold the left stick in the direction of the attack you wish to block. Heavy melee attack. Pull back on the right stick to charge your heavy attack, then press in the direction of your target to swing. Ranged attack. When there is a context to use your bow, press and hold the right trigger to draw your bow, then release to fire arrow. You may optionally use the right stick to fire in a direction other than the one you are facing. Okay, and that appears to be all the controls. Main menu. Push down on the left stick to cycle through the main menu options. Start, ga Start game demo. Press the right trigger to select an option. Use At the, the top of the to Xbox controller, options. by the way, you're holding it. So let's say that uh, my left stick and my right stick are facing me. At 12 o'clock, uh, there is the Xbox button that actually does this kind of thing. Power player achievement window, guide tab, one of six. Home. So that's kind of my pause or Press my ability to get into more functions of the Xbox. Guide tab, one of six. 
Home. Press the Y button to capture screen. But there are the shoulder and trigger buttons, and the shoulder buttons are LB and right. So L left button is LB, RB is right button. Below that is the triggers, and I really do feel like triggers are mostly used in a lot of games like racing or uh, in some shooting games like first person. We're going to go ahead and hit the A button and go into the game demo. Please select starting difficulty. Push down on the left stick to cycle menu options. Press left trigger to return to previous menu. Casual setting. Press the right trigger to select this option. Use left stick to cycle options. Press left trigger to return to previous menu. Normal setting. Press the right trigger to select this option. Use left stick to cycle options. Press left trigger to return to previous menu. Hard setting. Press the right trigger to select this option. Use left stick to cycle options. Press left trigger to return to previous menu. For this demo, we're going to use casual because I just want to sort of go through it and give you an idea of what the gameplay is like. Normal set casual setting. The game is set to casual. The king is dead. It was not a hero's death. It was the slow death of an old man. But it gave him time to plot and fuss about his affairs. Enough time, in fact, to spare a rare thought towards his second born. What to do with me? The blind girl he hid away in the keep. Would I be allowed to stand at my brother's side as he took his place on the throne? No. Even from the grave, my father would not allow me to burden the family. No less than 500 miles of barren heath and twisting veil would keep me from doing that. And now? Here I am, on the approach to my new home on the outskirts of the kingdom. I hear a river. Where are we, Uncle? We're crossing now. You, Alex, are officially home. Describe it for me. I would think the smell of sheep would provide all you need to know. You could have said something nice. Made something up. Honesty is the greatest gift a princess would receive. Then you spoil me, uncle. Why would it be my father's dying wish to send me to the borderlands? Your brother is king. Your father wanted you to have something of your own. That's honesty. Even in death, father wanted his sightless daughter as far away as possible. I wanted you to have something of your own. From one second born to another, it's not an easy thing being in someone's shadow. I like the shadows. You hear more honesty there. You will make a wise lady. Even out here, in the borderlands. I'll make some chieftain's son a disappointing wife. You'll be just fine. As long as you can tell the difference between the men and the sheep. <laughs> <laughs> My lord. What is it? Odetan riders from the northwest. How many? An army, my lord. Can we make the castle? No. They're on us now. To arms! To arms! Wait here, Alex. Uncle? Uncle! Control is vibrating while this is happening, by the way.
Alex. Alex. Are you okay? Who's that? It's your brother. Theo. Theo, yes. Uh, what happened? We were playing Blind Seeker. He fell down the stairs of the loft. This always happens to me, doesn't it? Because you're the only one who can't cheat. Everyone else peeks under the blindfold. No. Rolf tricked me. He led me to the edge of the stairs. Well, the little Ted is hiding by the mill wheel right now. I won't say anything to Father if you were to be careless with your cane as you search there. Push up on the left stick to move forward. Push sideways on the left stick to turn on the spot. So there are no visuals here. There are no graphics, if you're curious. And uh, it's a screen with just occasionally little sprinkles of light and that kind of thing going on. Uh, this is our tutorial in which we can move around. The idea about this is kind of what's called a, a turn slash He's by the mill wheel. tank-based system. Thank you, brother. And uh, kind of like the way old Resident Evil did it. But the idea is that you're kind of in one fixed point and then you have to move, as I'm doing now, to the left. And so I can actually stand in one place and have a better idea of movement. And that's kind of like the way a tank would move, like where you would swivel around and then kind of move the tank down the highway. And uh, hence the reason why it's called those controls. Nothing else is working on the controller. So I can only move to go forward and backwards. We'll go over here. circle here. See how they muffle it to show me that it's behind me. It's by the mill wheel. Just keep going forward this way. He's right there. Go ahead. Swing. Push the right stick in the direction you wish to swing. Stop it, Alex! Again! Uh, stop it! Uh, Ow! Uh, oh, stop uh, it! It's Uncle. This game is over. Rolf will be wanted back in the kitchens. Yes, my lord. You may go too, Theo. Yes, Uncle. Sorry, Alex. I see you've found a new use for your cane. What is my punishment? If anyone should be punished, it's me. The things I should have taught you years ago. Like what? I stand directly in front of you, and I want you to swing your cane at me. You want me to hit you? Yes. My punishment. Your first lesson. Push the right stick in the direction you wish to swing. Swing at me, now. So we'll do it really softly. Excellent. Now, when I move, your head will remain facing forward as to conceal your level of awareness from your enemy. My enemy? Listen. Now swing at me again. Do this one a little harder. Very good. Now, I'm moving to stand directly in front of you again. I want you to swing as many times as you can, as fast as you can. That's good. Know your limit. You want to be selective with your strikes. You will be limited to only a few consecutive strikes before you must pause to catch your breath. An exhausted fighter is a dead fighter. And what do you think is the first rule of combat? Don't 
die? Precisely. That guy sounds so much like the sixth doctor, Colin Baker. It's not even funny. Ah. Uh, hello? Uncle? Ah! The carriage. It must have overturned. It's night. How long have I been out? I need water. I'll have to get to the river. Okay, I think I have control. Let me look. Oh, yes, I do. All right. Walk this way towards the water. Uncle? Hello? Don't be stupid, Alex. Who's to say you'll find a friendly answer? Ah, wolves. That's reassuring. Oops, get off the track there. Whoa! Oh, a body. A soldier. Not one of ours. Perhaps Uncle made it out okay. Let's see here. Yes. A sword. Rusted. Broken. Better than nothing. And a scabbard. You'll have to do for now. Now, we can't use it because we're not in combat. And uh, if I get the menu, menu button, here's Push our pause. Push down on the left stick to cycle menu options. Resume game. Press the right trigger to select an option. Use the left stick to cycle through options. Game difficulty settings. Press the right trigger to select an option. Use the left stick to cycle through options. Now, for some people, that's really important because if they come across a spot that they just can't beat and they have to go back to the checkpoint where the game saved, they could actually lower the difficulty and be able to maybe get past that part that was giving them trouble if they were playing on, say, normal or even hard. Review controller layout. Press the right trigger to select an option. Use the left stick to cycle through options. Quit game and return to main menu. Press the right oh, trigger no, to we don't select want to do that. an option. Use the left stick to so cycle we'll through here. options. To Review resume game. Resume. resume game. so thirsty who's there uncle uh -oh. okay not uncle you like sticks go get it got a heavy one here now fair warning you're getting this one in the muzzle Well, I won't be sleeping tonight. What do I do, Uncle? 
What would Theo do? I suppose a king wouldn't find himself alone 500 miles from his home. 500 miles. Make your proclaimers jokes right there. Some games you get to pet the dog. In this game you get to hit the dog. All roads lead east, they say. Unless you're walking in the exact wrong direction. Talking to yourself like a madwoman. Who's there? Friend or foe? Depends. Are you with the Odette and Horde? No. I have no money. I'm not out to rob you. You're limping. You're injured. You're blind. But perceptive. Friend or foe? You're highborn. You're not from the Borderlands. And you? A shepherd. Where's your flock? In the bellies of barbarians. We are not foes, then? It would appear not. <laughs> I hear men approaching. Are they the King's Guard? Afraid not, girl. This is where we part ways. Good luck. Wait! Well, what do we have here? <laughs> Looks like a shiny prize to me. Don't suppose she's the one the General's looking for? Okay. Stay calm. Think, Alex. You wanted to see me, Uncle? You are going to learn how to use a sword today. My father wants me to learn how to use a sword. In truth, no, he does not. However, a princess and future protector of the realm need first be able to protect herself. Wouldn't that be my brother's job? Protector of the realm? Firstborns get killed every day, girl. You're going to learn this. Here, take this sword. Grip it. Firmly. On the you right know, end? I never care that you're blind. And our enemies will not care about that either when they set out to kill you. Now, I want you to swing your sword at me. Don't worry, the blade is not sharp. Push the right stick in the direction you wish to swing. Excellent! As you can hear, your attacks are easy for me to parry as long as I'm not trying to do something else. Something else? Like what? Like hitting you. Uh, that hurt. The controller now, vibrated. if you don't want that to happen again, you're going to have to hit me first. And if you're quick enough, I won't be able to parry. Are you ready? I suppose. Listen for sounds that lead into my swing. My armor, the shift of my weight, and swing the second you hear it. Okay. Too late. Very good. One more time. Too late. Really? Too late. Too late. All right, all right, all right. Too late. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Now, shall we play a little game? 
No. Too bad. Strike me three times and you win. All right. Oh, and I'm going to move around this time. Yep. Very good. Excellent. Ah, very good. That's three for you, niece. Well done. I know you think you don't need to learn this, but our enemies are unyielding and they show no mercy. Not for the young, nor the old, nor the blind. I want you to be strong. Even stronger than your brother, because no one knows what the future might hold for you. All right, uncle. And we keep slipping back and forth in time. So that was a flashback, and now we're back to modern What's time. Wrong with you, girl? Or at least current timeline. Stay back, or I'll start swinging. Where's the, where's the other half of your sword? What are you waiting for? I think she is blind. But that should make it easy for you, no? Oh, she got you good. Ah, hell, I'll do it myself. Is that the shepherd? Yes. Take my hand before more arrive. Where are you taking me? Safety. I have a camp nearby. Sorry, girl, for running off. What's a lame shepherd going to do against practice killers? I suppose I should thank you for coming back. I suppose you're welcome. I need to get back to the capital. To my brother. The capital? What are you doing out here? Merchant family? My family is very wealthy. There would be a reward if I was escorted back safely. Escort a blind girl 500 miles down a treacherous valley in the wake of an invading horde. Not sure what reward would be worth that. What would you do with me then? Teach you to tend sheep? Get your pretty hands dirty. You could buy a thousand sheep with the reward my family could provide. A thousand? <laughs> Must be some family you have. Or you don't know the price of sheep. Do you have a name? Alex. Alex. Hmm. I am Abdul Rashid. Abdul... Abd don't hurt yourself. <laughs> Call me Shepherd if you like. Okay. Shepherd. Getting you home, Alex, will depend on where the Odedin are headed. How well I can heal up. And who we can find to help us on the way. My uncle and I were traveling with a guard when we were attacked. They may still be around. If that horde set upon them, they would have been killed. I'm still here. Then you were not worth the trouble. Get some rest. It will be safer to travel later at night. I suppose you're indifferent to the dark. Thank you, Shepherd. Don't thank me yet, sheep. The valley home is long and winding. 
and conceals more than just barbarians. Here we come to another flashback. Alex, pay attention. Yes, Uncle. Now, as a blind fighter, you will be well served to have a shield. Now take it here with your left hand. It's heavy. As it should be. Now, this time, when I swing at you, I want you to raise your shield. Hold the left stick in the direction of your target to block. Are you ready? Sure. Raise your shield. Excellent. Now, right after you block my attack, you will have a split second to counterattack. It's a more defensive way to fight. Give it a try. Block my attack and immediately counterattack. Use the left stick to block your target. Then release left stick and immediately counterattack using the right stick. Very good. Another game, then. Defeat me any way you want. Attack as I swing, or block and counterattack. On guard, girl. All out attack. Of course, this is on easy. This is casual. Once again. Well done, niece. Harder difficulty probably has much shorter windows or they're oddly timed. Alex, wake up. What is it? Odedin. They've set up camp on the ridge above us. We have to get moving. Follow me. This way. Over here. It's a raiding party. They supply the horde as it moves. I'm afraid this won't be the last one we run into. Describe it for me. About ten warriors in small groups around the clearing. No room to get around. There's no central fire. They probably don't like each other much. I'll need a shield. What are you going to do with that? Use it if I have to. For now, I'll try to draw them away. You stay here. Wait! I'll come back for you. My uncle promised me the same thing. I am a cunning shepherd. I won't get caught. Son of a dog. What was that? What do we have here? No! What? Okay. Fortune shines upon us. <laughs> it's the royal brat. Alex's heart is beating and it vibrates the controller. Her bring her to the general. No! Alex, are you listening? What? You were off somewhere. I said, I'll draw them away, you wait here. No, it's not going to work. How would you know that? I just do. It's too dark. We'll move together. I'll lead. All right, we'll need to get to the river. So the river, definitely in front of us. So on that previous sequence, we didn't have control. That was just like a cutscene. Look what I found. What is this? The shield you requested. 
Is this a barrel lid? It suits you. Now keep moving. slower. In my first playthrough, I just kind of barreled through. Are you there, Shepard? Yes. I think we're clear of the camp. <laughs> Damn it! A patrol. Hey, you there? Who are you? Stay calm, Alex. Let me talk. Look at me. Uh, my sister and I were just returning home from treating lepers outside Bolt Keep. Lepers, you say? Bring the torch. Sorry, Alex. We'll have to run. Or fight. I thought so. It's the missing princess. I'll alert the camp. You share the glory? I don't think so. <coughs> you can't defeat us. really know how to use a barrel lid. I have my uncle to thank for that. We have to keep moving down river. I need to find a settlement. Somewhere to heal up. Lead the way, Shepard. Do you know this village? It's called Braga. But that's all I know. I've never been this far east. Describe it for me. Well... Looks like a village. Too small and out of the way for the horde to bother with. There's a smith, some cellars, an inn. Your leg. You're going to be all right? Not without clean dressings and herbals. I don't have any money. You'll have to sell something. Your clothes, maybe. My clothes? Your cloak must be worth something. And you will draw less attention without it. Have a look around. Have a listen around. I'll be at home here with the animals. So now we're in a town. Do a little turn left here. Right. Do a complete 360 here. Over here to herbals. Fresh bread, two loaves for a copper. There you are. Herbals, essentials, tonics, bombs, and ointments. You looking for something, child? I'm looking for healing supplies, dressings for a wound, and something for infection. Are you hurt? No, it's for my friend. Can you bring him in? I can have a look. 
I'll just take the supplies. It will be ten copper for the bandages and bolties. I'll be back with the coin. Take care, child. Fresh bread, two loaves for a copper. All right, so I guess we're going to sell something. Let's come over here and see if he'll take stuff. Here's a young woman who knows a thing or two about finer things. I know a merchant from the capital when I see one. I can give you an excellent price on the furs. Well, find pelts this warm west of Riverton. Actually, I'm looking to sell my cloak. Times is hard for me, too. Not sure what I could afford. A hundred copper? Ah! I mistook you for a fellow merchant. I see now that you're a highway robber. Why don't you just take my entire car while you're at it? I could also throw in what's left of my teeth, if you like. What do you want, then? Ten copper. Final offer. Now who's the thief? Whoa, 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 no, no. Now that I see the cloak from the back, it's very nice. Fifteen copper. Truly, my final offer. Twenty. Done. That's fifteen and twenty copper as agreed. Nice doing business with you. Fight! Right, so now we got our money. You still need those supplies, girl. Yes, I do. Here you are. Thank you, child. And this is everything you'll need. Herbals, essentials, tonics, bombs, and ointments. Great, so let's go back over and see Shepard. Over here, she. I have the supplies. Thank you. Do you need help with the dressing? I know what I'm doing. Not my first blade wound. I've spent more time in pastures fending off bandits than wolves. I suppose you're not used to sleeping with livestock. Thankfully, no. They're warm, at least. I'll need a couple of days before I can travel. But it will give us time to collect a few things. We'll need a bow for hunting and money. Don't suppose you know a trade? I'd like to find a better weapon. Perhaps some armor. A sheep in wolf's clothing. I suppose it will make bandits on the road think twice. Get some sleep, Alex. Alright. We should head for the inn and ask about work. Won't get anywhere without coin. Alright. Let's take a look around. Come back over here and... See how our bread lady is doing. Fresh bread, two loaves for a cup of greetings. How's your friend? Did that poultice do the trick? You could ask him yourself. I'm much better, thank you. You caring for someone? Uh, it's the husband. The grist is in his lungs again. If you're looking for a little work, I need more honey for a brew to clear his chest. 
He is usually the one I sent to fetch it. There are a number of hives along the road just outside town. Mm, I could spare 15 copper if you collect for me. Press right trigger to take up this quest. Left trigger to pass. We're going to go ahead and take that because, well, no other real things to do otherwise. Sounds easy enough. Here's the bucket. We'll head out right now, then. And don't tarry too long, or you'll come back full of stingers. We should keep some honey for our own use on the road. We never considered honey for more than sweetening cakes. You Easterners. My father would sing to the bees and thanks every time I got a cold. I couldn't think of coughing without dodging a mouthful of honey. My father never paid me much mind whether I was ill or well. I hear the bees. I don't see them. They must be off the path somewhere. Follow me then. Ricky would hate this part. Insect noises are not her fave. Especially ones in stereo like this. Alright, they're up in the tree. You hold out the bucket, I'll go up and cut them down. Are you alright? My injuries are making this hard. Ah, son of a goat. They definitely sting. One's coming down. Ah, we have to move fast. They're on to us. Ah. I'll lead us to the next hive. I see it. Here you go. We'll need a few more to fill the bucket. Lead the way. Hurry! Why aren't they stinging you? There we go. Son of a... You actually can fail this mission I did on my first playthrough. Here is another. One more should do it. There it is. We have enough. Let's go. Oh, they put those two right next to each other. That worked out really nicely. Here is the honey you need. Many thanks. And 15 coppers, as promised. Did you get stuck? Not me. I don't want to talk about it. Nature is both hostile and healing, as are we all. Be sure to take out the stingers, and then daub each with a bit of honey to help take away the pain. You know what would also help? Danger pay. Knowledge is all I have left to offer. And it's valued. Thank you, healer. You have gained 15 copper in coin and salvage. We have a little coin, so let's see about getting that bow. We should head for the smith. 
She actually does have stuff to buy, uh, but we'll head on over to the smith like Shepard recommended. Can I help you? We need a bow. And perhaps a little steel for the road east. You know that the horde is on the march. Well aware. Thank you. I haven't done much in weapons since the local garrison left years back, but I have a couple of salvage pieces laying around. Push down on the left stick to cycle through items of interest. Press left trigger to leave. I have this sturdy sword for 30 copper. Press the right trigger to consider purchase. Well, we know we can't do that, because we only have 15. I have this old hunting bow for 15. Press the right trigger to cool. consider purchase. I think this padded armor and bracers might fit you. You oh, can have dice. it for 50. Press the right trigger yeah, to 50, consider a little purchase. Too rich. This oak shield should serve you better than that barrel lid you're carrying. We'll say 20 copper. Press the right trigger to consider purchase. And that's all he has, and of course we don't have much, so... The bow. Press the right trigger to consider per... That will be 15 copper. Press right trigger to buy item. Press Wee. left trigger to consider other options. And broke. Good luck with that. And if you're headed east, you will need it. Push down on the left stick to cycle through items of interest. Press left trigger to leave. Well, now we're just window shopping. We don't need to do that. I'll be going now. Just Thank leave. you. Always welcome. Well, we have our bow. We can move on now. Unless you want to find better equipment for the journey. Press the view button at any time to bring up your travel map. We are here in Braga. Rivertown is four days' journey from here. Press right trigger to proceed. Left trigger to remain at this location. And moving the stick around doesn't do anything. This concludes the demo of The Veil Shadow of the Crown. From all of us at Falling Squirrel, thank you very much for trying it out. Main Menu. Push and down now we're back at Main Menu. I like this menu. game uh, in a lot of ways. It is like a blind legend with having uh, a controller, which is kind of nice. The combat is really fluid. The movement on my controller is really good. As you can see, it's got some RPG like elements to it. So it's more than just doing combat, which is going to be really fantastic. I played around a little bit more uh, than I did in this demo on my first run through. So I actually could go back and look at more menus and see what uh, was for sale and what was available. That was kind of nice. So there's a lot of depth here. And of course, reading about a map means there's going to be a lot more environments available to play around in. So this uh, came out in July and uh, they've been putting up all sorts of updates on their Twitter feed. I'll have a link to that in the show notes. I'm really excited about this. I'm really excited to be able to play it on my Xbox, which is really kind of cool as well. But again, not just limited to this, you're going to be able to play it on all sorts of platforms as well. And I'm sure my good friend, Jesse Anderson, over at Illegally Cited will probably have a playthrough going up when this becomes more widely available. So check out Falling Squirrel and stay tuned. We'll have a lot more as we get closer and closer to the release of The Veil.
Okay, that was a bunch of stuff, a bunch of audio stuff that we talked about. And if you have questions, you can always write us at feedback at blindbargains.com or leave us a comment in the comment section over in the podcast section under this particular episode name and title. Uh, also, you can follow us over at Blind Bargains to find out the latest things that are going on. You know, AT Guys has some stuff coming up for the holidays. You should stay tuned. You know, I... I I knew a little bit about things that were coming up, but I didn't know that we had a case for the new orbit writer. There's an actual case. You might have seen it. If you follow AT guys on Twitter, if not head on over to atguys.com and learn a little bit more about the orbit writer, a great stocking stuffer. You're able to go ahead and input braille, connect to multiple devices, really easy to carry. If you're looking for something that's fun and really inexpensive compared to most assistive technology, this might be the perfect thing for the person you know in your life to be able to put into the stocking stuffer. Ricky, there are places people can find you if they want to hear more things you do. Where can they go to hear about stuff that you do? You can find me on Hadley. So hadley.edu is the website. I do a technology discussion group every fourth Tuesday of the month. And uh, that's hadley.edu slash tech it out, all one word. You can also follow me on Twitter. That's twitter.com slash Ricky underscore Inger. You can find me on Facebook as well if you're there for some reason or other. And uh, I am happy to hear from people at my email address, which I may have already mentioned and can't recall. No, I don't think you did. Okay, so Inger, E-N-G-E-R, at hadley.edu. We'd like to thank Patrick Perdue for making this sound much better than it actually was in raw form. As always, Patrick is the unsung hero of this podcast and makes us sound so much better. Thank you, Patrick. So, so much better. You oh, have no idea how no, much better. It's, it's, it's horrendous. It's really horrendous. Uh, you know, this is the new normal. I'm sorry, new normal, as you might have heard on Saturday Night Live. Uh, th this is what we do now where a podcast comes out and I sit here and go, I don't know when the next one comes out or what the next one is or what we're doing. Um, but that doesn't mean it won't be a subject that doesn't fall too far away from what we talk about here on blind bargains. I mean, even the veil, we have a history of doing video game demos in October. So that's kind of where we go from that. Um, some of my favorite episodes we've done were in October. So that's kind Spooky. of interesting. Yeah, very much that way. Thanks. That's going to do it for us. And we look forward to hearing from you over at the website or going ahead and sending us an email. Be safe, everyone. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and go vote. This has been another Blind Bargains audio podcast. Visit blindbargains.com for the latest deals, news, and exclusive content. This podcast may not be retransmitted, sold, or reproduced without the express written permission of AT Guys. Copyright 2020. If you don't vote, you'll sink the vote. Go out and vote. Do your civic duty for this country and vote your faces off today.